Hi guys, it's Mike Five from NewMusicSaturday.com here to introduce this week's part one of the New Music Saturday podcast. Uh, before I do that, I just want to say happy Pride Month to all of our, uh, well to everyone actually, um, whether you're LGBTQ plus um, or not. Um, but yeah, uh, happy Pride Month. Um, I think Dr. Bangs and I both said at different points. It, it, in a way, these things, you know, it kind of sucks that you there has to be you know, a month for that because of the you know unbelievable inequality in in the world but it's also great that that exists and we're doing it so uh, we just wanted to say that because we know we've got um, lots of fans that are celebrating that uh, musicians and bands as well um we interview alex julia tonight who is absolutely brilliant uh, we had a really really good time uh, just chatting well i had a round about a submit hub which i always really enjoy doing uh, but we also talked about music and other cool stuff uh, so that was good fun and we played a whole load of brilliant music um some really heavy stuff, uh, some really light stuff, uh, and Nathan D4 track, who um, I am really pleased to announce uh, is going to be uh, or is um, part of the Lights and Lines uh, music label, music collective, and record label that I've been setting up, and we've smashed our crowdfunding. So thank you to everyone that listened uh, last week when I mentioned that um, and got involved. Um, it's been absolutely brilliant. So I am. Uh, oh, and also I had my vaccine today, so there is light at the end of the tunnel, guys. Um, so yeah, good, uh, good show, good. Podcast. Part one. I think you're going to love it. I think you. I know you're going to love it. You're going to enjoy it a lot. Uh, I'm looking forward to part two, which is coming up soon as well, because that's pretty messed up. So in the meantime, enjoy. And welcome to New Music Saturday, hashtag NMS, with myself, Dr. Bones, a doctor of many things, but not a medical doctor. And of course, uh, my partner in crime, the guitarist, every way which they word, and aptly known as fashionably late, Mike Five. What's happening, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'm good, thank you. I'm good. Uh, I'm fashionably late, but you know, <laughs> at least I'm fashionable, right? <laughs> uh, well, you, can, you can thank Kim for that one, so. <laughs> Yeah, that's good. I like it. And I'm good, man. I have my COVID jab, so at the moment I'm doing good, uh, and I'm hoping that I don't kind of start tripping out mid-show. But we'll see how it goes. I think by um, now I'd be fine. I mean, I had I had my nothing after my Pfizer shot. So you see, I, I had the uh, what's it called, Moderna, Moderna yeah. flavor. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's any good or not. But, <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. Like more people I speak to, I was just literally someone just emailed me while we were doing the intro, and I. Like email me back. I was chatting to them earlier, and they said, "Oh yeah, I had one 
Thursday and knocked me out for two days. So I don't know. Hopefully I'll be okay. But fuck it, we're gonna do the show anyway. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna be crazy. <laughs> uh, well, good. That's awesome. Well, without further ado, let's introduce our musical guest. Welcome, Alex Julia. Hey, how- <laughs> <laughs> how's doing? <laughs> good. How are you? Uh, I'm doing pretty great. Um, thanks for having me on the show again. This is great. <laughs> oh, it's definitely our pleasure. Uh, Mike, let you see a few words there. <laughs> well, no, I was going to say it's absolutely our pleasure. We're really excited. It's uh, we've been listening to your music for ages. It feels like now, so it's yeah. nice to put a. I was going to say a face to the music, but a voice to the music uh, in this virtual podcasty world. Uh, it's going to be good. We're going to have a good time. We're going to talk about music and other random stuff. I expect. Yeah, definitely. So I don't know what. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> I was excited. I don't know what we're going to talk about. You never know, dear. Yeah, well, that's it. You know, the, the side tracks. It usually ends up in six degrees and it comes back around. Generally speaking, so maybe. But yeah, well, that's why I said. I said generally. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> yes. Let's not oversell this. Okay, so let's let's get to the music. So uh, I. I th- I think Alex is my first question would be is um, what's your creation process uh, to just for any song that you do? Do you have like a certain pattern you follow or is it just kind of random as you do it? It's kind of like super random, honestly, (laughs) Um, because like I sing a lot of stuff like acapella a lot of the time or like a lot of the time it'll start from like me just like playing guitar riffs. And so it's kind of just been more of, like, me kind of imagining the song and, like, a lot of the times, like, the lyrics, I don't, like, ever really, like, write lyrics before or anything. It's kind of like the music kind of comes first a lot of the time for me. Okay. So it's it's almost like, a, a, when you said you, you, you think about it as you're doing it, it's almost like it speaks to you as you're playing the music, then they start kind of popping slowly, like, you're slowly getting, like, ideas for what you're going to write. Yeah, it's almost like a freestyling kind of thing, I guess. Like, sometimes I'll just be playing some cool, like, melodies and singing them and kind of, like, working that into an idea, and that's usually how it, like, forms. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, you know, it's it's always an interest to both of us because, obviously, every writing process is different how uh, people sit down and write a song, whether they're uh, um, solo artists or, or with a band. And even as a band, sometimes it can be... Uh, a little say off the wall I mean it's, obviously it's what works for them but it's like you know it's the stuff you wouldn't generally think of so it's always like one of the first questions I like to ask because it always gives me a huge interest as to how it's done and like you know, then you sit back it's like well that's cool because I never would have thought it would done that way or that sort of thing yeah I feel like I'm constantly like trying new things and stuff I feel like you know it's always I try to be like experimental a lot of the time with it and kind of just flow <laughs> So are you, like, kind of doing a bunch of different genres in one? Is that uh, kind of part of it? Kind of, yeah, because, like, when I started off as a as an artist, like, I didn't really know what genre I was going for. Like, I knew I was super into rock and roll, but I was like, I don't know, like, what kind of rock I kind of want to delve into. Um, and I also listen to a lot of pop music, too, so I feel like that kind of goes hand-in-hand hand with, like, a lot of my music. But then I've had, I you know, like, I was in, like, a blues jam band, and, like, we nice. played a lot of like that and like that really inspired me a lot and then i was in like i was in this band um the spiring bed bums <laughs> <laughs> and that's a great, a great bar like probably because we didn't ever want to get out of bed like we're just like lazy hippies you know? <laughs> <laughs> i'd be like come on guys let's record it you know it's like um, but we played a lot of cool shows and stuff and i think that's when like um once i like had that support like 
from uh, people is like is like really when I started to get into it because I was always like this really shy person that like I played guitar and like I sang but like it never really clicked to me that like I could like do this as like a career because everyone's like yeah that's cool like you play guitar you know what I mean and it kind of just transitioned into like becoming my career and I'm like wow like this is something really cool that I can you know do something with so it's kind of just like expanded over the years because I've been playing music for like over 10 years nice so. well and you know it is it just uh, uh, funny that you mentioned you know that well I play guitar and sing not the fact you mentioned that just but you know the fact that you know a lot of people play guitar and uh, it got me thinking right away of the real big fish song everybody plays guitar <laughs> <laughs> yeah <And> so, <laughs> But totally cool, man. That's that, that's awesome. I just it's it's nice to know because like he just gives a little bit more. Like I got me inspiration because of the blues band jam band we play with, and that's cool because you know it just it, the influences and inspiration can really can come or confidence can come from anywhere. You just don't always expect it, which is a lot cooler when it happens that way. Yeah, and like I play other instruments besides guitar too. So like just jamming with other musicians, I feel like was a big inspiration to me because I was like I kind of be experimental, like play a little bit on bass, and like I started playing drums a little bit, and so it, it was cool. Well, yeah. you know, and that that's how you learn more though too. I mean, I mean sometimes because uh, both both Mike and I play guitar, and uh, with I had I still have a buddy that uh, I, I grew up with that I still keep in contact with and visited a bunch of times because he's in Montreal, so he's about an eight hour drive away. But he is just one of those natural musicians, and I love him, but I hate him for it <laughs> because he can just he can just pick up pick a thing and just do it. Like man, I hate you, right? So, but at the same time too, is like I learned so much from him and just the different people I jam with. And there's a couple times I'd merely like oh, I, I just want to put on my guitars. Like I can't do this. These guys are way too good. But at the same time too is I learn from you know once it kind of got past like you know I, I don't have to be at their level, but I can learn stuff from them. And that's that's kind of how I learned a few things and uh, and got by. But uh, it just it, it it's always it's it, it's kind of like it's almost something you kind of almost have to do to improve yourself. I guess at the start, at least the start. Yeah, I feel like kind of like music theory sometimes kind of threw me off because I'm like I'm not super great at that, but like I can write a lot of cool songs. So it's <laughs> like I always had these songs in my head that I couldn't like put. You know, and then all of a sudden, like once it, it kind of just all clicked. Once I kind of got into like audio engineering and stuff, and I nice. was able to have like good recordings of myself. Now I can like expand on that and like do a lot of demos and stuff, and you know, collaborate with other producers and stuff like that. So I think that's like helped as well. Kind of just like yeah, you know, their artists and like the songwriting process. That's know? awesome. Like yeah, definitely that definitely helps out for sure. <laughs> I think um, that's the interesting thing as well. Like when you're a I mean, I've never been a solo artist because I can't sing. So it's sort of, you know, <laughs> unless you want some like pretty odd instrumental things with delay pedals, that's pretty much all I can do on my own. <laughs> so I just don't dip. So I've always been in bands, but I, I you know, personally, I've always tried to surround myself with musicians that are better than me because that then makes me go, oh shit, I need to do a bit better. Um, and kind of like go in and practice and improve and get better and stuff like that. Um, but I guess that's the interesting switch. Like if you've obviously been in a few bands and done stuff and then gone solo, I guess it's really important to have like producers and other people to bounce stuff off of because you get that, you want that kind of feeling of getting ideas generated sort of collectively and stuff, I guess, right? Yeah, it's kind of funny you mentioned that because like 
I feel like a little in the beginning, I was a little bit discouraged by people that were like way better than me. I was like, oh my yeah. gosh, like I'm never gonna be able to play guitar like that. <laughs> but then I start learning from these people, and you know, it's like I'm I may not be the best guitar player in the world, but it's like I can write a decent song, and like I don't even consider myself the greatest singer in the world. Like people trash my singing all the time, but I still get so much no. back too, and that's why like. I just keep doing it and trying to keep like perfect my sound. People surely can't trust you've got an amazing voice. It must, <laughs> must be mental. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it's submit hub that kinda of, like <laughs> tore into me a little bit. I got a little oh. like salty about that fight. <laughs> oh that place is an absolute shit show. Do you know, right? People get paid to write bad reviews on that show. It's an absolute shit show that, that they do yeah, and that's why that I, I, I specifically on that site I won't let these people review me because I already know they're just gonna like trash my song. <laughs> and they still tell me what they think anyway. I'm like I literally put the settings I don't wanna know. Like <laughs> it's, it's honestly it's like it, I think it was genuinely set up. Um, I've spoken to the guy that set it up a few times, and I kind of you know, we've argued back and forth. And I think he genuinely set it up for good reason. You know, he he was getting loads of submissions, couldn't possibly get through them all. Wanted a way to prioritize them, and realized that there are you know, thousands of other bloggers doing the same thing. Um, and so it kind of helps filter it and. You know, I don't agree with the idea that you buy tokens. I feel like, why should why should the artist like if there's no music to review, you've got no fucking blog. So I I don't like that. Right. But I understand the purpose was to kind of you know filter out you know lots of the spam mails and stuff like that and just get people who wanted to review. But the thing is, they then pay you know people a percentage of that you know one dollar token or whatever, and literally all you have to do is listen to it for thirty seconds and write twenty words, and it's like. You could just go around writing the same 20 way. Well, I didn't really like the vocal in that. And then you get another person who goes, I really like the vocal, I didn't like the guitar. And he's like, What the fuck? It's just random <laughs> shit. It really annoys me. I'm sorry, I could talk about it all night. <laughs> but it's just... I just feel like the criticism on that site isn't helpful. Like, I'm totally down with people telling me, like, Hey, like, this needs to sound better. Or, like, Hey, what if, what if you try this instead? You yeah. know, like, that's totally cool. But you to just yeah. tell me to basically give up on music because I suck. <laughs> and, like, wow, yeah. Exactly. Because that's good review right because it's corny as fuck it's like i don't care if you like my cover art like i just want to know if you like the song to put on <laughs> it's, just, it's just unbearable and it's it's people you know it's like you know you give someone a badge or a uniform right yeah <laughs> it's like it's like that virtually it's like you put them on this thing and they think they've got the right to tell you they've got no idea these aren't curators of new sounds these are people that are making a dollar by trolling people it's ridiculous (laughs) a hundred percent agree but then you got the opposite of the spectrum where we have the people literally just blowing smoke and they don't yeah first off they don't know what they're talking about whatsoever they're just using (laughs) literally just instead instead of blogging writing paragraphs upon paragraphs and putting words related to music that might make sense and what they're talking about yeah i like Uh, really got into it with this like producer on there and he like uh he wanted to like keep talking to me about the engineering and the song and a lot of the time it doesn't like let you answer them but this guy like opened up a chat specifically so i can just fucking argue <laughs> with him i was like words let's go like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's literally that's like, like what is this money python where you pay for an argument you know <laughs> it's like, like wow argument blew my mind. i was like i hate this <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
I'm just gonna I'm gonna use this moment as a call out to any independent artist who listens to this show and say two things. Number one, sorry if you heard that rattle, that was me accidentally knocking a cat toy off the table. Um, <laughs> number one is just don't use Submit Hub; it's not worth it. And number two is if you want an honest, true review said in the flow, in the moment, and just like you know probably messing about at the same time just send dr bones and i a track and if we like it we'll play it and we'll probably talk about it and then we'll probably talk about something else and it's a much better way of doing it rather than be paid to be told your shit for no reason (laughs) (laughs) so that is my public service announcement yeah i mean i'm surprised i've never actually had this conversation on the show before because it winds me up so much i know I know, I just like opened a can of worms. I was like, oh shit, my bad. Uh, <laughs> that is good. I'm glad you did. I've been waiting for this time for years. Alex, don't worry, don't worry about it because on this show anything goes, so we're we're not we're not stuck to a certain format, so we're all good. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> oh man. Um I've got uh, on a different note, um I've got a little uh, random question for you, um which I picked um not really out of a hat, but I just picked a random I got my son to pick a random number earlier uh, on a question site. Um, and the question was, who was your first celebrity crush? And I thought that's a good way to get to know a new oh musician. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> okay, so like, I'm gay, so like, I had a lot of crushes on like women, I guess, when I was young. Like, right. I didn't really know what it meant. I was just like, oh, you know, she's really pretty or whatever. I was really obsessed with like Britney Spears. Okay, yeah, I fair enough. She, I think she was like my first. Her and like Christina Aguilera, I was just like amazed by. <laughs> Uh, Alex, I 100% back in that, and I yeah. actually, just before we get any further, uh, happy Pride Month. Oh, yeah, thank you. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so, uh, right on. So, but, uh, um, you know, uh, I, I totally agree with you, Alex. I, I definitely, I mean, I was, like, a little bit older when, when Britney Spears came out, like, not too much older, but uh, first celebrity crush, man, that's a good question, Mike. I, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think. Uh Actually, you know what? I almost want to. I, I kind of want to say uh, uh, Princess Vespa from Spaceballs. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can't remember her name because she was, she was on Melrose Place too, right? So, nice. I used to really fancy the Russian tennis player called Anna Kornikova. Oh yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was one of my. I think I had a poster of her on my wall. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, her and Emma Bunton. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, like blondes at the time. <laughs> but yeah, there you go. That was uh, good. I'm glad we asked that. That's good. Yeah, that, that was a good question. <laughs> yeah, right on. I, I like like unique questions because I hate when it's just like a standard format. I mean, that's cool too. But like, I like like you know getting to really know the artists and stuff. So like, that's cool. Thank my my for- favorite question on this show um, that Bainsey once asked was I can't remember who it was. We were interviewing someone who had an unusual name. And, uh, and Bainesy said, oh, so where did you get your name from? And they went, well, it's my real name. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Which I thought was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to remember who it was, but yeah, it was a little bit unusual. And, and of course, they couldn't see, but my face was super. as like, oh, I am so sorry. I, did, anyway, I, I meant no disrespect whatsoever. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, that's a cool bad name. That's uh, my name. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I meant no disrespect. I just like, oh, it's, it's, it was, but it wasn't like, wasn't like making fun of it. Just like, oh, just like, oh how'd you come up? To, uh, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah, well, actually, my parents did. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. So, and I, I think, I think uh, for for me, I think I still love this question just because it was kind of out of the blue, and I just thought about it. I was like, yes, no, I know I can get away with this because the band we were interviewing was without Andrew, 
and we've talked to them many, many, many times. So we know Matt and Danny well enough, and we had just met uh, uh, their their uh, new guitarist and singer Monique, and uh, so we had a bunch of questions for her because we talked to Matt and Danny a few times. So I said, I guess well, I guess the first question is, how the hell did you know with these two assholes? <laughs> and yeah, that was good. It was just perfect. Um, so how would you uh, if someone said to you? Oh, you play music. What kind of stuff do you do? How would you describe your music to someone? So, like, um, I don't know. I feel like, I guess I would say, because, like, I, I do different styles. So I do a lot of, like, my slower, like, acoustic songs. And I guess those would be, like, a little bit more pop, but sometimes a little, like, rock-driven, too. So I feel like it's kind of like a pop-rock kind of vibe. I also, like, a lot of people say it's, like, alternative music. Um, I would say, like, I guess alternative, like, would be the right term. Yeah, I think so. I think alternative that's is fair, a good yeah. one because it's it's kind of all-encompassing. It, it tells you what you're not without telling you exactly <laughs> what you are, which gives you the freedom to do whatever you want, which I quite like. <laughs> a lot of people say I sound like Alanis Morissette, and then, like, if you show somebody that, like, isn't, like, a music fan, I guess, like, Alanis Morissette, like, I remember showing, like, a co-worker or something, and they were like, oh, so you do, like, country music, and I was like, no. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> like, hints like, of country, but, like, that's not my vibe at all, like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop using that comparison. <laughs> oh, it's funny, but I think people hear different things anyway, right? I'm sorry, I mean to interrupt you. Um, I never really considered, like, Alanis, like, country so that was just like no, funny me either. Me. so i guess like a lot of people do make that comparison though i think that's the top one like that one and recently i think sh- people say I, I sound a lot like cheryl crow in the new track oh uh, nice I, I don't really know i'm just like oh cool <laughs> like <laughs> i can get that i can definitely get this kind of i mean it's funny what people hear and we talk about this all the time because yes. you know there's probably there's only really a finite amount of ways you can sort of describe music really i mean there's all sorts of words you can use but in any sort of meaningful way like when we're talking about stuff and we're trying to you know like normally when we talk about stuff we've just played a track and we're talking about it so it's like well we want to describe how it makes us feel more than describe what it is because someone's just heard it so we don't need to but equally you end up going into either you know a genre it reminds you of or a band or a set of bands or genres that it reminds you of. And it, it's kind of the reference points I think are really useful because it just kind of helps people go, Oh yeah, that's interesting. And then you, you bring then you get your own kind of sense of how that makes you feel. And then that sort of starts to reflect back on the track, which then I think makes you feel good about the track that you just heard. So I quite like talking in those terms, even though it's essentially all nonsense because <laughs> like, no, nothing sounds like anything really. Do you know what I mean? It's definitely helpful because I don't know how to categorize my music. So when people tell me these things, it's really cool to me. Like this one blog was talking about my song and they said I had like shoegazy vibes and okay. I, I don't listen to shoegaze. So I was like, what the fuck is shoegaze? <laughs> yeah. like, no, that was a genre. <laughs> and I like researched it and I fell in love with shoegaze. I was like, what the hell? Like I never knew about this. Like, uh, like no, uh, Jane's like Bob. Internet? What the fuck is the internet? <laughs> <laughs> I like it when people compare my band to bands I've never heard of because yeah. then I go and discover new bands. I'm like, oh, that was that was really good. Well, <laughs> I wish I'd heard that before. Was, I was more, there was more of the genre in this case, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 I, I know. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> okay, very good. So, 
So, um, why don't we take a quick break here and play your new track? This is Alex Julia and Like the Sun. Dig this.
Right on, Alex, Julia, and Light the Sun. And uh, we talked off air earlier at the beginning of the show that, you know, we listened to the song a few times and I picked up some new uh, possible what I kind of remind me of. And the, the, the first one, and I, ironically enough, I heard the song today too when uh, uh, Emma and I were grocery shopping, was uh, Lisa Loeb, Stay. <laughs> Nice. And as yeah, a, I've, I've heard that comparison before, I think, but only like once. So that's that's cool that you picked up on that. Like I heard, I was like, I was like, oh, well, that's actually cool because I I, I actually said to Em because Em heard the song a few times too because we listen to the music around the house all the time, right? And I said, hear this because what's it remind you of? And she kind of looks at me for a second. She's like, oh, oh, oh. I said, Alex Dudek. She's like, is she the one with like, that sings like, yes, yep, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> So it's it's nice because like she's a big supporter of the show as well, so she helps out in her way. So that's why I can talk about some of these bands because she actually knows which ones I'm talking about, and I can disturb me blankly. <laughs> <laughs> it's cool, man. I mean, it's funny because you mentioned Cheryl Cryer, and I nearly said Cheryl Cole then, which is a totally different thing. Um, <laughs> because you mentioned Cheryl Crow um, and Alanis Morissette, I definitely picked up. Uh, those kind of eyes, but I probably hadn't noticed that um, before. But what I really love is that it's got such a crisp sound, doesn't it? That track. I mean, all of your music's produced really well, by the way. But it's it's got a really kind of crisp, clean. There's a little bit of like reverb on there that gives it a bit of space, and everything's kind of got its place in the mix. But I think that makes it all really stand out. Like everything's kind of crystal clear. Do you know what I mean? So I'm still really shocked at how good those vocals came out because I literally <laughs> recorded those in my bedroom. Oh, no way. That's awesome. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I didn't have, like, uh, my isolation shield yet, so, like, they okay. sound better now, but, like, oh, no I, way. Like, I could not believe the sounds I was getting because it was, like, the first time I'd actually, like, set up my home studio and kind of just, like, you know, did that. And I think I was just really comfortable, too. I feel like, you know, when you're kind of in your own spot, it's just, like, easier. Sometimes I feel in the studio, I feel a little pressured or something you know like but you know, i'm home and just like more relaxed so i think it just like came together really well that's brilliant have you always sung have you ever had like lessons or anything or have you just always so I, I didn't really grow up as a singer like i got dance lessons when i was a kid and i was always into singing but i i was not really good <laughs> at singing like um <laughs> i i kind of had just like um, so I would like join like you know the all the school like plays and stuff, but I was never cast as like a lead or anything because I didn't have like those powerhouse vocals. Right. Um, and I think is when I really got into music too was through like music clubs and stuff, just like meeting other people that were kind of just like awkward teens like me, like hey, you know, I play guitar <laughs> and like write music. I'm like, oh shit, me too. You know, like, <laughs> this is like mind blowing to me that other people were like doing this too. I'm like, <laughs> you know. I love it. It's brilliant. It's amazing how there's such a music's one of those things that brings you know people together. Yeah, I went for a drink last night with um, a guy. So we both have kids the same age, and we both coached um, the football team. Um, I, I kind of fell into it. Um, I'm not really a very good footballer. But anyway, <laughs> that's irrelevant. <laughs> but I ended up coaching my son's football team, and um, I went for a pint, and it's like. You know, we know each other. We've known each other for a long time, but only really for like an hour and a half on a Saturday. We've been for like one or two drinks before. Um, so I kind of thought, oh, it'd be interesting. You know, it's nice to catch up with Andy. I wonder what we'll talk about. I thought, well, we'll probably you know, talk about football because that's sort of what we do. Um, but actually, we very quickly got onto music. And it's amazing how you suddenly have this commonality and this whole conversation kind of sparks up 
um, you know, about you know, he was talking about the Black Album for some reason. Mike was having, <laughs> you know, whatever else. And I just, I love that. You could talk to anyone, whether you know them or not, about music, and you'll probably find there's a conversation in there. Most people have got an opinion on something or something they love or whatever. I really like that community aspect of it, you know? Yeah. You know, that wasn't a question. I'm aware that wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> just more of a rambling statement. So. <laughs> I was kind of just like taking in what you said, you know, like I, I definitely, I definitely bond it like with a lot of people just over like music influences. And I've listened to so much kind of music, I think in my life. So that like, I'm able to kind of, bond with like the older crowd you know with like you know a lot of the 80s music i listened to and then like you know i was really into like the 90s like grunge scene so like i feel like right. I, I bond it like a lot of you know talking about that and stuff well the grunge scene was definitely uh mike and i even though mike and i are about seven years ish difference but roughly like obviously we do the same music but i totally get what you're saying and you know it's 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 uh uh interesting to mention the 80s stuff because uh, one, I guess we had uh, about four or five months ago. Um, I was a is 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 not was but is a, a big Van Halen fan, and I asked him, and I, I said, you know, like I, I have to ask the question. I said, Diamond Dave or Sammy Hagar? is like, oh, dude, what a hard question. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. Um, you can always spark something in someone just by you know finding something in music, which is pretty special about it um i was going to ask you what the song was about which is something i rarely ask people but i am kind of intrigued by this um because like listening to the lyrics are kind of and i'm not very good like because i don't write lyrics i'm terrible at picking i just listen to guitars basically um, and <laughs> the lyrics i kind of try and figure them out and they're like oh does it mean that or does it mean that but i was going to ask you what like the song was about um so this song kind of had a few different meanings for me because um like like i was telling you before it kind of just starts off random so it kind of just pieces itself together for me and in the beginning i had just written like a really like cool like riff that like it just sounded like kind of happy and i i feel like a lot of my music can be a little depressing sometimes which there's nothing wrong with that because that's like your feelings or whatever but there was just some type of like happy vibe that i was really jamming to so i was just like i would like to just make like a real positive song you know because i feel like a lot of people are probably you know a lot of sad songs like during the pandemic and stuff like i want to just kind of I wanted it to kind of be like a ray of sunshine, I guess. And I had a lot going on at the time. I was like super sick. I've been like dealing with a lot of like medical issues and stuff. So this was kind of the thing that would just like kept driving me to keep, you know, my spirits up was to just keep working on this song. And uh, this song, I literally only recorded like a few vocal takes. Um, It was pretty crazy because I was just so sick that like, I really wanted to get the song out, but like, I was like, I don't have the time, you know, to, I wasn't feeling right. I didn't have the time to really be doing like a hundred vocal takes. I was getting a little stressed out about it because I had one day in the studio, I was just kind of like trying to sing over it and it just wasn't sounding right to me. I was like, it's kind of like missing something, you know, like it just, there was something about it. So I was like, you know, I think I want to bring in someone on the song to kind of help it kind of just like bring it out more, you know, um, instrumental wise. Because um, I felt like it had a lot of potential, so that's kind of where it all stemmed from. I just got and actually, um, so I had worked with um, the producer. I had found was actually through a site. Um, it's called Sound Better, and I, I was kind of like anti this site for a while <laughs> at Ramp. But basically, 
Um, for my album I put out with the EP, I had contacted... Um, actually, it wasn't even the EP. It was like, I think I was putting out another single. And um, at the time, I don't even think I re released it. But anyway, so I had contacted a bunch of people on Submit. On, uh, no, sorry, I almost said Submit. Have sound <laughs> Not that again. <laughs> people that don't know what it is. It's kind of like just a hub for creatives to kind of just like network. So like they have a bunch of producers on there. So I was like, all right, cool. Like, let me find someone to help me polish this track. And like, I had sent my demo to like mad different producers and I was excited because a lot of them were really like famous producers and stuff. They were like, oh, like, you know, I've worked with like Taylor Swift or like whoever, like a lot of like famous people. Yeah. So, like, cool. Like, I'm willing to spend that extra money to kind of give it this kind of like character. And all these like producers kept ghosting me on there. Wow. <laughs> totally like down with the project. Like, we would like totally, and we'd be like right into it. And then like, it's like they would just ghost me because it's like they didn't want to talk to me about my song. They just wanted my payment. And I was like, I want to talk to you about the song and have a real conversation instead of just giving you my money first. Yeah. Like, you know, that's kind of how I felt. And so I, for this next single, I kind of had a different approach. I was like, how about I try, like, upcoming producers that are basically not, like, famous yet, but they're kind of, like, you right. know, almost there. Like, they're doing some really cool shit. So I was like, fuck the famous producers. <laughs> yeah, nice. Like, you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> <laughs> I, had, uh, I had contacted a lot of upcoming producers, and people were really interested in working with me. And then I got overwhelmed because I had hit up, like, 100 people because I thought nobody was going to be interested. <laughs> and they were getting flooded with people, and I'm like, oh, my God. That's like awesome. what do I do? <laughs> so I was basically kind of like interviewing these people, like, kind of like just just like seeing what vibe they were taking from the song and if they were liking it or like kind of how they saw the song. And I had found this producer Patrick Warner, and he was from Germany, and he just kind of had like a cool vibe to him, you know, like. And he was really sweet and like down to earth, and I feel like he just got my vibe. Like he was like, "Yeah, you you remind me of like um, you said he I remind him of like Tori Amos or something." Yes, um, nice, right on. So he was like, "I would kind of like to do a type of style like in that way," and I was like, "All right, cool," because this song actually um, had had like some piano parts too that I had written. So I th I think that's kind of what like. I guess, like, the piano kind of made it sound like a Tori Amos well, song he, or something. You know what, Alex, he's not wrong because I, I thought that, too, actually. When I was thinking about that today. It's like, actually, a little bit Tori Amos, more or less a little bit, a little bit Tori Amos. So, no, please continue. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, so I had picked him. Uh, a lot of the other people on there were kind of, like, pushy, too. So I had a right. really good about him. So I was like, he's not, he's not, like, requiring me to pay him. He's just talking to me about the song for a while, and he's really into it. So I was like, let's do this shit. So nice. it, was, it, was, it was funny because our time zones are so different, but, like, we made it work because, like... Well, six hours, right? Yeah, so, like, it was cool because, like, I would, like, finish my vocals up, like, late at night, and then he would have, like, a mix for me in the morning, and I'm like, holy shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so it was kind of cool. So, um... So basically how we did this song, like, if you want to know, like, the creative process is I had sent him a demo of just me playing this on my guitar and with some, like, keys in the background. And I knew it sounded like shit. Like, it was just a demo. I'm like, you know, I'm not looking for big critiques on this one. I just, like, you know, want you to hear how this sounds. So um, so he had uh, listened to it. And uh, 
So he uh, he was like, what we're going to do is we're going to build the song around your vocals. And I'm like, that's a really interesting idea. Like, I've never done that before. Mm. Um, and I think a lot of people knock that, too, because, like, if you're a little off in, like, the beat or something, they're like, how is that? They're, everyone, a lot of people say, like, start with the drums first. Uh, you know, everyone has their own way. Right. But I was yeah, yeah. I've never done this before, so I was like, I want to try this, you know? So I sent him my vocal tape, which was <laughs> literally, like, two vocal tapes. I don't know how it happened, but, like, <laughs> um, it just came out great. And I think it's because I was kind of excited. Now they had somebody to kind of work on it. I kind of put yeah, more, yeah. I, I was like, I, I think it just didn't sound emotional enough or something, you know, it just, but like, I got the good vocal take, I sent it to him, and then, um, so he sent me a mix back pretty quickly, it was just like a rough mix or whatever, just to kind of like get an idea, and he's like, I added some electric guitars to kind of breathe life into the track, and I was like, holy shit, <laughs> <laughs> this song, and I was blown away, and like, I didn't even ask him to play guitar, but I was like, this sounds really good, like, I'm gonna keep this, <laughs> so, um, so it was cool, because like, we, um, we had figured out like the songwriter royalties and stuff, because I always want people to get credit for right. what they write, so it was mostly written by me, but he helped with all the production and whatnot. Um, he had written some keys for me as well. He had, um, it was cool because um, I feel like the bass line had a lot of elements of like the piano okay. I was playing. So that right, right. it was kind of cool how like both of our styles just like meshed together like so well. And we did a lot of different mixes of this song just so I could hear it. Um, so basically. Um, I think it was sounding a little bit too country sounding. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I feel like a lot of producers tried to make me into this country star, and there's nothing wrong with that. It's just not my sound. I feel like it just kind of like, I feel like it just doesn't like go along with the rest of my music. And maybe I will like release a country song or something. But this one, I kind of wanted like a more rock vibe right. to it. So he kind of added more like rock elements. And then he was still playing like the acoustic guitar that I was doing, but he helped me with the arrangement to where like he, um, he, you know, he did different like chords and stuff and he had written some really cool riffs over it. So I was like, word. And uh, so that was basically it. He actually sang a little bit too. I was like, I didn't ask you for your <laughs> Oh, wow. That <laughs> <laughs> was good. Like, <laughs> That's uh, so, so cool. He had recorded some background vocals and then like, um, I hate doing harmonies, even though, like, I'm decent at them. I was just kind of feeling, like, trash in the whole, like, process of this, you know, with, like, right. what was going on with me. So um, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to sing background vocals or not. And then I was like, you know what? One day I was just like, I I'm going to, like, you know, add a little bit. So I added, like, little elements um, of, like, my voice as well, kind of in the background. And I think that kind of, like, helps out bring the mix as well so i think overall it, it just came out really good i don't mean to say that because it's my song but i was you can it's a great track yeah you know you wouldn't you wouldn't write it and re, you know release it if you didn't think so there's nothing yeah. you know people yeah. always yeah. worry about that and, but it's, and it's that's why that's why exactly and that's why you have to talk about your song and talk about how good it is and that's, that's yeah. <laughs> so, yeah so um good. we sorry mike go ahead Oh no! Sorry, I was just going to say I think that's a brilliant, brilliant um, story about that all coming together. And absolutely. I was just going to say I, I absolutely love um, the fact that it's kind of you know someone up and coming and is willing to talk to you about it and put the effort into it. It's so important. It's so yeah. amazing. So it was like someone finally like had given me a chance, and I was just yes. really happy about it. You know, like it's just a good feeling. <laughs> 
Um, um, I know Baines is going to tell us we haven't got a lot of time, but I did just want to ask you, <laughs> thank you. one really quick thing. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but I, I, just, I just want to ask you, so obviously you mentioned that you were um, quite ill during all that, and I just wanted to say, you know, because I, I, I hear, I've seen stuff on Twitter, and I know it's sort of ongoing, but um, I just wanted to sort of, uh, you know, are you okay? Is everything all right kind of thing? <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, I, I'm still seeing a lot of specialists and stuff because there's right. just been a lot of shit going on with me. They're just trying to figure out what is causing all of my symptoms. I've just... You know, my nervous system has been out of whack. I've just been in a lot of chronic pain and stuff. So I've been on, like, um, disability leave for, like, a few months now because I just wasn't able to function. And I'm just really shocked I was even able to put this song out. So I'm just, like, shocked by this whole thing, you know, like, because I'm just glad I was able to, like, find something, like, positive in it, I guess, with, like, everything going on. So (laughs) Well, we're very pleased to have you. Yeah, we're very pleased to have you on the show, and that's why when you post a pick of your animals, it's like, okay, well, I gotta, I gotta actually pick up my animals because I had three dogs and one cat, right? So I, uh, that was that, that was a tweet you put up on a couple of weeks ago. But it's like, okay, well, here's here's my dogs. Here's Willow Reed in Boston. <laughs> yeah, keeping you company <laughs> when you're off. No, it's good. Um, I'm pleased that you're um, uh, feeling better. I think you've done a fantastic job. We both think it's amazing. Absolutely. Um, Thank you so much. And, uh, like that, that means a lot to me. <laughs> No, we really do. I mean, and it's it's. I, I know Baines is going to say it, but it's been a real <laughs> pleasure uh, having this conversation. I can't it believe how so, good it was. So it was so great. It was so great being on the show. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, well, thank you so much, Alex. We really enjoyed having you on, and we will definitely get you back on very soon. Uh, last thing, I guess you can talk about the the EP is almost done. Is that correct? The uh, the LP or the EP? I'm sorry, I'm working on a few different projects. Okay. So I'm just- Oh, well, the, 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 EP is gonna, the, the EP is going to put on Spotify. So, yeah, what's, what's, what's next? <laughs> oh, okay. So, yeah, I'm working on an LP, actually. It's it's a kind of on hold with, like, my medical shit right. going on. But I, yeah. w- when I feel up to it, I can you know, write some riffs or some songs. So there's actually two songs that I'm, I'm going to be releasing. Um, I don't have, like, a certain date yet. But um, me and Patrick are working on another song. Um, and... That one is coming out. I don't know yet, but um, we're work- We're going to be beginning that project soon, so it's going to be like kind of soon. <laughs> nice. Right on. Excellent. Well, you keep us posted, and we'll keep an eye on your social media, but when it does, we will definitely have you back on as soon as possible. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me again. <laughs> it's been an absolute pleasure, Alex. Thank, Thank you, you so much. We really enjoyed it. Thank you. All right, well, have a great night. Have a good night. You too. All right. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, let's get Mike back here in the line, but what fun that was for sure, eh? Hey, buddy. Hey. So, that man. Was... Oh, no. Go ahead. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I was just saying that was great. Yeah, that was awesome, too. And I had uh, a friend in my lap, and I pet her a couple of times, and she wouldn't be pet, so she turned to claw me, so I got a little bit of a, of a nice little scrape on my finger, but thank you for that. <laughs> Lousy Edmus oh, cat. <laughs> but uh, what a yeah. great time, mate. I mean, she was a lot of fun. I mean, it was like, I, it was one, of the, one of the things I said in the video is that I couldn't wait to interview her because it's been a while, it's been a while so I was like, hey, I wanted to see what she has to say about certain things, and we got all our questions answered, obviously, but... Uh, what a fun time and it's just nice again that she felt relaxed enough to discuss certain things with us right yeah no i absolutely love it and it's nice like you know 
I think the thing about it is people get that connection then, don't they? And they kind of, you, you go back and hear a song after you've heard someone talk about it or after you've heard talked about anything, really. And it sheds a whole new light on it. And I think, um, I think it's brilliant. Yeah, it's really good interview. I really enjoyed it. Uh, and again, it just flew by. But it, I, I know, eh? Because I was like, oh my God, that's why I messaged like a, a man with like seven minutes and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> no, oh, no, no, it's like, fine because we usually go over. We we usually go over at least a minute or two, so it's not a big deal. But it's like, I just went to the time. I was like, oh my god, that's super quick, right? <laughs> and then you know, you know, I, I'm, I'm sitting, I'm sitting on my laptop uh, and microphone, the whole thing, and I have a friend of my cat like Doctor Evil, and I'm petting her, and then and she's like, oh, and up, and she goes, give me a call. I was like, okay, well, what the hell? And it just again, it's like, oh, like seriously, like, and then she jumps off to me like, oh, yes, I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> but, Random cats. Oh yeah, that, that, that phrase has always been like that. You no, know, she she only wants a certain amount of attention, and when she's done, she'll let you know by either trying to nip at you or she'll turn on and swat you. Like, all right, yeah, we're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, we're done here. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. Time to move on, bro. <laughs> okay, so um. Just before we get to our next few things, uh, first off, uh, like we said uh, during the interview, so happy Pride Month to all our LGBTQ uh, and plus 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 because I don't remember all of them. I apologize, but so yeah. um, you know, it should, should be it should be more than a month. Uh, I know not just a month; it should be the whole year or year round sort of thing. But happy Pride Month, which is awesome. And um, uh, when Kim and I were talking, uh, uh, well, today because we went out doing a British topic, right? Uh, we were in the parking lot of the grocery store so we get into her car and she points out she goes well look at that because don't you think it's a little much for grocery shopping and like heels and like, you know, like, uh, a decent, <laughs> decent looking dress right you know so not uh, uh, not overly provocative or whatever sort of thing and and but Kim looks over and she's like, oh, she goes, I guess, I guess Tinder isn't working for her. She's trying to go to the door now. It's <laughs> <laughs> so like, so. so like, 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 oh my God. It's like, I definitely have to tell my that's how you tell it on air. But yeah. Wow. <laughs> okay, she's like, she's like, she kind of goes, Tinder, is Tinder not working for you? Can I go to the grocery store now? But I guess this, I guess now you gotta keep your options open, right? So it's like, oh, I mean, wow. <laughs> you know? But I, it would, um, Exactly. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I I saw um, uh, James today. Obviously, you know because you met him yeah, yeah. when you were over here, my bass player. But um, it's not just my bass player. I've known him since we were like eleven. But um, <laughs> yeah, he um, he came over. Uh, do, I, do we need to tell a story when we when we were in England? Hey, that said, do I need to tell a story of of uh, the night we went out and you guys were essentially sitting on top of each other because. <laughs> 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 no, <laughs> but uh, anyway, he over, but he's he's currently single and right. you know using Tinder and dating people, and it just sounds like an absolute nightmare. It's a gong right? show, it is. Oh man, I don't think. I mean, I'm 35, right? I don't feel that old. I don't think that is that old. I had kids quite young, so obviously I feel 20 years older than I actually am in some respects. But do you know what I mean? And I, I, I think. Yeah, as a relatively young, some people would say I'm old, <laughs> but as a relatively young person, I think that would be a fucking nightmare. And if I was any older, it would be worse. And if I was any younger, I don't know how they do it. Like, the the stress of the thing just must it's, be it's, it's It's so ridiculous because people are so mean. And usually, the meaner they are, you know, the, the less appeal they have. We'll put it that way to put it nicely. 
you know. Well, you don't, you'd think so, wouldn't you? <laughs> well, Joe's thinking, know. yes, it is, because, like, oh, like, blah, 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 blah. So, like, seriously, like, you're one to talk, Whoa. you know? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Just, just to put it politely, you're one to talk, right? So Yeah, right. But no, it's kind of, yeah, it's, it sounds it sounds crazy. And I said, well, the thing is, right, obviously, you can't go and, like, meet someone in a pub or whatever at the moment. So, you, you really, if you're right. single during this, you've got no option yeah, other than do that or wear heels in the supermarket, I guess. So. Well, yeah, right. But it, it was <laughs> funny because, like, I kind of looked at Kim was like, because once in a while, and, and it's not a horrible comment, it's just not something you don't expect of something her to say, then yeah. she said, like, wow, really? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I can do it, man. Like, try, you know, he was trying to have a conversation with someone about Nirvana, and they're like, "Who? Hey, oh, can't oh, yeah. do this." Or do this. you got you have the people. There's certain people on TikTok who are who are wearing these shirts but have no idea who the band is. They're like, "Oh yeah, well, I love them." Really? Well, blah blah blah. blah. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know. So, yeah. and I'll uh, see, like, I, I think, it, oh, I said it earlier, I got uh, my, my Katya Macabre shirt, which is awesome, and uh, she's on um, TikTok as well, as well as Millie Tamaris and uh, Kiyotoba and Lost Chimes and that Titanosaur as well, but uh, uh, some of the videos that, that uh, um, um, Katya Macabre does are amazing, just, just like pure straight, like metal and just like kind of scream metal and oh, it's, it's awesome like, I love watching her TikToks and just and like I'm just waiting for something like, I can I can do it with her just like because like, I don't have the best growl but there's a few things I could do so nice that'd be good yeah yeah man I can't like, yeah well you know I, I, I saw I saw I saw the entire thread about TikTok YouTube Snapchat the whole thing I saw that I just didn't comment or retweet or favorite it's like, it's like you know what this is one I'm going to stay out of so <laughs> there are so, so many yeah oh well, exactly right well between <laughs> Between, you no, know, Kiffy made a couple of comments, and fair enough. I mean, they're, they're all, you know, and, and goes to good speed. I mean, they're all legitimate, uh, legitimate comments, so it's it's, it's, it's no no uh, knock towards them, but it's like, yeah, I'm not going to get into this one. I'm just going to stay away from this one. It's like, yeah, I'm staying away from this one. I'm out. It's tricky, isn't it? I think you've got, I think you've got to stick to what you, you know, you've got to focus on where you, you know, if you're an artist, where right. do you do well? Like, you know, Nate, who we're going to play later on, he does right. really well on Instagram. And YouTube. oh yeah, um, you know, I I connect with people more on Twitter. You and I are probably both quite similar in that sense. Yeah. Um, well, you know, know a little bit, I, I'm, I'm, I'm well, I, I, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, our fan page we're trying to keep on top of, obviously, and we do what we can. And YouTube has just I'm trying to find the time because man, I'm looking at different filters and different stuff for our, our Instagram stories and. And and uh, that will will coincide and, and post to our, our Facebook as well, you know. But then there's Snapchat, there's TikTok, and it's like it's just trying to find the time to do all stuff. I do work overnight, so generally speaking, I do have a, a, a bit of time, but I can't always post because I am not posting stuff while I'm in uniform and at work because that's not cool, right? So yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I gotta yeah, find the yeah, off yeah. time to kind of actually do the do the actual video posting, tweeting that sort of thing, no problem. But video posting, no, I yeah. do wait till I get home and do that. So. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, it's just, yeah, you probably get a sack for that. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> the the yeah. people who've been sacked have just been sacked because there's. <laughs> right? Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's like, what were you doing at work? Uh, nothing. What's this video? Uh, nothing. <laughs> well, yeah, but no, I, of course, but like, no, the Holy Grail. <laughs> people who have been sacked have just been sacked again. Yeah. <laughs> Oh right, so let's get to, uh, let's uh, move on to our uh, post uh, um, uh, song 
inter- interview. Um, is that right? Post first bit thing, yeah. Uh, I just, I oh, just a bit, a bit. So, so, so. <laughs> I don't even know how we started that. Like, yeah. I, I don't know. It, the, well, the sidetracks just happen kind of willy nilly and whatever, right? So, <laughs> yeah, and and what well, does like really mean? Let's be honest here. So, yeah. <laughs> so next up, our uh, first song post uh, interview of Alex Blee, which is awesome. It's a band called a new band called No Hope in Sight. How how fitting for the follow up, eh? And a song yeah, called right. One Day, dig this. <laughs>
Right on. No Hope in Sight was One Day, and that was an awesome tune. Very heavy. Love the vocals, and I just love the, the new metal sound to it. Mike? Hello, Mike. Uh, sorry. Hello. Sorry, meat button. Hello. <laughs> Hello. I, I didn't think I'd press it. Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> Yeah, idiot. Um, <laughs> uh, that was amazing, man. Like the vocal reminded me of Lane Staley. Had, like, nice, real, good call. Yes, Chains, grungy kind of vibe. There were bits of it that sounded a bit like Tool, like that kind of heavy, really tight, um, compressed uh, or gated guitar was just like proper Tooly. I thought. Um, <laughs> Tooly. And, then, Tooly. Uh, and then, there was also. Um, it also reminded me of Stone Temple Pilots as well. Oh my um, god, yeah. I mean, that just had so many great things in it. What a track. Like, that was awesome. It was, like you say, kind of new metal, grunge, rock and roll, fucking everything. Brilliant. I really enjoyed that. Right on. Good call, well, man. Next, we have a brand new Lost Division. And <clears throat> I was thinking the, their new vocalist is, is just because the old one, but I was thinking, like, they don't they didn't really give a reason of why the why the old singer left, but both uh, both right. women both women have very very powerful vocals and it was when I was saying this again I was like oh that's oh that's right the old one left it's like oh my god because I was looking to see when I, I wish you were dead came out I was like oh well, that's about two almost two years ago now I was like, oh crap oh wow yeah so the EP was finally done it came out which is awesome and this this is an awesome EP so here we go with Lost Division and a song called No God dig this
Leon lost division with no god. That's a badass tune. That's after Brandy P. And they're from Finland. I believe, I believe they're from Olu, which is the capital of Finland. But uh, my god, like it's it's she has a great voice. And I, I mentioned in my guitar era, it was probably about two years ago where they switched vocalists. And there's not too much of a difference, and that's not a bad thing. I mean, they both have very powerful voices, and you know, it's still kind of keeping in tune or trying to keep in tune with the same style they had before. And man, they just tore up, and she just no, she just wow. And the, I love the guitarism, and the, the guitar is badass. Like, and sing the drums, the whole, the whole. It's it's so it's such a, a bundle of talent from different genres that just kind of goes boom. <clears throat> Here we go. We're not quite. I know, um, heavy metal, but we're damn close and we're rocking it. <laughs> yeah, man, definitely. I mean, yeah, it's big, heavy riffs. It's proper kind of hard rock. It's got little harmonies in the guitars, um, little kind of dueling guitar. Well, they're not even dueling guitar, but it's really just little uh, harmonies that the two different guitars play together. Um, and yeah, the vocal is is fantastic. Like, it just soars, doesn't it? Um, which is amazing but yeah that's a great what I really love about um, a lot of the music we get from we get a lot of music from Finland as well yeah, oh yeah inverse inverse, inverse. oh yeah and yeah. inverse is a goal man like think of the bands like uh, that we've gotten you know Return to Void Freedom Fuel Return to Void <laughs> yeah yeah and, exactly. free, and, and Freedom Fuel man free, you, can't, you can't go wrong with them so yeah I love Freedom Fuel but yeah what I really love about a lot of the um, Finnish music we get is there's a lot of um emphasis i think on the bass and the drums like they always build good point a yeah. lot of these bands even though they're in different styles I, I, you know, maybe it's a coincidence but i do definitely hear um <laughs> the bass and the drums kind of um i don't know how you describe it they just sound kind of they're tighter they're fat they're more prominent right and then everything builds on top of it and it's so easy to build I mean, it's not easy, it's hard to write guitarists, but it's much easier when you've got a solid foundation to build it on. Um, yeah, because you can just go, um, and they do that really well. And um, this band, lots of other finished bands, yes, she goes places, she go, sorry, sorry, please continue. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I couldn't help myself with that one, so <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Well, I did say sorry about the old man. <laughs> so our next track, Mike, I'm going to let you cue this one up because uh, he was just trying to uh, white lights and lines. Yes, so Nathan Dufour uh, is the third and, well, not final because there'll be lots of announcements, but the third um, and, and final, most recent, whatever it is, um, announcement that we made on... Uh, Lights and Lines, which is, as I mentioned last week and, um, you know, in, and other times, uh, is a brand new music collective and record label um, that I have. I now have to do it because we've hit the countdown <laughs> target, so, <laughs> so it's happening. Um, and, and in a very timely fashion. Um, and it's been amazing. Do you know what? It's been so much fun just like watching that number shoot up, watching people support it, and people offering to help and asking questions, all this. Um, Nate is someone, I'll probably talk about him more after the track, but Nate's someone that I spoke to uh, very early on, probably back in January or February originally, um, about doing something together. Um, and we've been talking ever since, and um, he's just got an amazing, versatile um, repertoire of music. So we're going to play this track, and then I'll, I'll talk a bit more about him afterwards, if that's okay. Um, but this, which track did I send you? This is uh, Every Picture is a Selfie, I think. Is that that's it? correct. Yes, so we're going to do Every Picture is a Selfie. Um, 
And by the way, uh, to you, I love the fact that you put this after that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a massive, heavy finished metal tune, and, you well, this and it's such a great drop off. It's brilliant. Well, and then that's the thing is like, just before we play it too. Because like, I initially put the end part was like, and I thought to myself like, I think it's a good finish. And then um, a lot of times uh, on Friday nights, I know especially it's nice out outside so I'll, I'll I'll go through the list I've made for NMS and you know she'll kind of she'll kind of give me a hand almost like uh, uh, um, uh, what's the name um, uh, it's just a, a comedian that his, his wife always helped him out as well but uh, anyways point being is like I said well listen to this what do you think of this anything is a good mix like, oh yeah usually it's like, like oh it's a good mix no not a problem like, or you might want to think about it this way or try it this way so I said well, initially I said well here's a song and this is this is my dilemma I have it at the end of, at the end of part one but I'm not sure if that's a perfect fit for it so she was new it she was like no she says you know what you might want to stick that more in the middle kind of give it a kind of like a, a, kind of like a big drop off but a big pick up at the same time too and then it kind of just as heavy finish like you know what that's a good point so um, yeah, yeah. essentially it's like what was like what George Carlin used to do George Carlin would always run his his material by his wife first before he actually did it live <laughs> so nice. same nice. sort of idea right and 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 she goes no what I would put this like no what you're right because she said well once you try it somewhere in the middle and I was like actually no what that's perfect that'll fit perfectly so we got like a, a heavy kind of ball in your face and a cool kind of little uh, massive drop off but then uh, right in your face again and here we go and we're rocking like there's no tomorrow <laughs> nice yeah, yeah. No, I love it so here, love it. here we go with Nathan Dufour and every picture is a selfie do this every sunbeam casts a shadow every dream breaks a vow every speech's sweet generalization meant something then and nothing now in the whisper of the breeze here there's a gale wherever else as I gaze into the mirror that conceals someone else every picture is a selfie every gaze a mirror's glare be the phrases meaning empty yet it's laden with a prayer any question they can ask you whether masked or whether bare Is an echo of the answer That was already there Every victory cast a conquered In the comfort of defeat And the love songs of the conqueror Never throng the people's street In the vague hum of a worn tune Is the form of something new As I'm yearning to be born again Not as me, but as you Every picture 
is a selfie Every puncture is a piece Of the absence that it lets me And the passage that it frees Be the pasture full of plenty Or as barren as the streets With the one left by the many It shall be enough at least Every sweet dream is a secret Every piece a jealous friend Any secrets only secret If you'll speak it once again Right on, that was a brand new Nathan Dufour and a song called Every Picture is a Selfie. And to a point, you know, he, he's kind of right, you know, <laughs> especially nowadays, right? <clears throat> because everybody wants to be popular, there's some self-known, there's all these social media and that sort of thing, but it's, it's, it's true to a point. But there are still some people like myself, like, you know, oh, obviously do, I do do some promotions, but sometimes just for the hell of it, just because it's fun, especially the the, the pictures of, of my animals. Like, I love doing that because sometimes they get the best pictures because they don't expect, like, oh, like, like oh, you got me. <laughs> 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 yeah, man, definitely. <laughs> yeah, I think, um, so Nathan is amazing. And there's lots of reasons he's amazing, but the the thing that struck me, I came across him because um, he's got a song which is called something like uh, "Introduction to Critical Thinking," um, and Nate's a rapper, right? So right. he you wouldn't know it from that song, but he's a, <laughs> um, he's a rapper. And "Introduction to Critical Thinking" is an absolutely amazing, intelligent, um, just fun. Uh, way of describing uh, Marxist critical theory um, <laughs> in the form of a, a rap. And I was like, who the hell is this guy and who does that? And it turns out he's, um, I think he's got a master's in philosophy, he's a professor, um, he's a hip hop artist. Nice. Um, and, and he just, he brings all of these things together. And I'm like, wow, I've got to talk to this guy. And I kind of just sent him a message and was like, uh, I really want to talk to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> No, I said more that, but I kind of said, look, this is what I'm kind of doing. It'd be interesting to have a chat kind of thing. And he's also he's also um, half of a, a duo, um, Nate and Hiller, um, who kind of do um, 
I guess you call it, you know, ecologically attentive right. <laughs> uh, kind of music. So it's, you know, about like you know, the environment and global warming and right. all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, really important kind of subject matter. So I was just fascinated by him. And then, you know, before I kind of messaged him, I sort of checked it and I was like, is he on Bandcamp? And he's got this EP, <laughs> which is where this song comes from. And this EP is called Nathanologies Volume 1. And it's just this completely different side. Um, it's obviously got this song, which is brilliant. It's got uh, a it's, it's a bit of a mix of styles. It's um, you know the, there is some uh, hip hop stuff on there. There's some acoustic stuff, and it's kind of it just blends it all in. And he says his influences are you know people like Bob Dylan, Leonard Cohen, but also rappers like MF Doom and people like that. And it's just a brilliant combination. Um, so I became absolutely fascinated, and he sort of told me that. Yeah, it's almost like a soft release. It came out on his birthday last year. Uh, it was slightly rushed out. He changed. He, he didn't used to be known as Nathan before. He changed his name somewhere in the middle. And I was just like, dude, we've got to get this. And and then he told me about the, what he's doing now, which is like the volume two. I was like, let's just let's do this. Let's make something special. Let's do an album. Bring these two things together. Tell this story because it's right. absolutely brilliant. It's poetic. It's well produced. It's smart. Um, and I'm, you know, we'll play a few songs, um, you know, no, no doubt, over the next few months, oh, yeah. because he's obviously new to the show as well. Um, but honestly, I'm, I'm really excited. So, what we've ended up with is got Goza Goodspeed, who obviously is you know bluesy folk right. indie, bit of rock, bit of psychedelia, all about kind of you know there are kind of their war stories about characters aren't they and they're, they're you know he just brings to life these different things and has these refrains we've got grim who you know we've known forever oh, yeah. on this show and we adore and he has this <laughs> incredible ability to you know the man looks like a oh. viking and he sings things that make you cry and it's just a bizarre oh, man, I, I will never forget the first time i heard grim is like man i gotta yeah. get him on the show because he he emailed me or dm me he's like okay yeah we're gonna show yeah. <laughs> and at the time it's the, the, the show a little bit later so it's like well I'm going to be a rock star someday. I got to get used to the early hours. So it was 9 o'clock of my time at 2 a.m. his time, right? So <laughs> Brilliant. But totally um, cool. But yeah, so we've got Graham and then, and then Nate um, as well, who obviously, you know, completely different again. So it really is kind of, the idea of this thing is it's genreless, but it's about the narrative. It's about, you know, the stories right. that people tell through music. And it's about having <coughs> physical formats, say. Um, well, and, and we'll you're probably... absolutely right because, because Grim, I posted afterwards, you know, you told me off air, but Grim said there's going to be a follow up to digital throw up and I can re- recreation of it because at the time, that's when uh, his first daughter was roughly born. He was having problems with his ex at the time, right? So. Um, yeah. And, and, uh, and, it's, and you know, it's <coughs> stuff in all of these stories and all these bits that you don't necessarily know about and i want to almost bring those to the forefront so there'll be physical copies of your cds well and that's it too because there's he had you did you has at least two or three songs on 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 just soundcloud but on bandcamp like the ones on keeping two losers which one of the best songs ever yeah and yeah, that's yeah. only yeah. on soundcloud not as Bandcamp, but we need to get that on the band camp and get people buying because like i do a copy but i will buy a copy of keeping two losers as well because it's a bad oh bad. definitely definitely but yeah it's just you know and so it's wonderful today and there's you know what there's other stuff in the pipeline and there's some there's some weird shit in the pipeline as well which is really good um with other artists um which i'll you know we're Box time, of but... faith. what the fuck is that <laughs> <laughs> but but for now this is kind of what we've announced what we're doing and it sets the scene for what we want to do um, and there's some real diversity in terms of style and stuff. So, yeah, I actually adore Nathan. He was, you know, all three of them actually between them without realising it are, and the, and the reason I'm sort of announcing them first, is, you know, that each of them gave me just a little something that made me go, I am actually going to fucking do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, because I've been, I've been I talking am myself on a label. 
<laughs> yeah, I've been talking about setting up a record. I mean, I mean, I, I, I got people to sign contracts like twenty odd years ago, um, you know, to to sort of manage them and get the gigs and all that. And I was kind of like, you know, record mogul, but not really because I was right. fifteen. We we've been talking about this too for a while as well because you know, you know, I I, I try to give my input for the the, the arrangement of the, of the recording, right? So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And like, I, I, like I said, I, 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 know, I've, I know, I've donated a little bit. I can donate more, but I, I, I want in and I want to help uh, orchestrate like the the uh, the the um, well, you know, formula, but the organization of the song for the album. Because like, I think between the both of us, we could just nail it on the head and just have one kick-ass EP after EP after EP after EP or album, right? So yeah, man, no, that would be amazing, definitely. But yeah, it's just it's a it's a great. It's a great vibe. It's a great, you know, it's oh, a great for sure. thing um, to be doing, and I'm really pleased. And, you know, to, last time I checked just before the show, we hit something like 144% on the crowdfunder. So nice. now it's like, right, let's fucking start a record label then. Well, that's right. <laughs> and that, and that, that thing, this is, this is your thing, and I, I, I just, I don't care about the credit. I just, I just want to be able to help out as well, right? So. No, I appreciate it, man. No, I mean, like, this is the wonderful thing, right? So many people are going, oh, look, okay, I could do this, we could do... And that's the whole point, is it is a collective. It's about, you know, you amplify the voice of people through having different people kind of input and help in different ways and share things. And then everyone gains, because everyone gets a piece of that story exactly. and a piece of that puzzle, um, you know, that they kind of have. And it's, you know, it goes beyond... It is about the artist and the music, but it also oh, yeah. goes beyond that. It's about, what else can we do? Can we... You know, Nathan describes his sort of albums as almost like little books, really. That you yeah. sort of, you know, you thumb through and flick through. So I was like, well, why don't we actually make a little book? You know, <laughs> why don't we do that? Yeah, and, oh yeah. Even if it's like a zine, like a paper thing or you know, whatever. I'm, I'm glad you, you mentioned. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that. Just before we get to our next song, um, like I said, I got a whole bunch of the tapes. I got uh, the Get the Fuck Out of Dodge tape. And she goes, Kim was like, goes, there's a cool cover, but it probably would have been bare plastic if they put the extra little bit of money up just because it will kept longer because it's great but it can only last so long but it's a good point but she's all she's giving them props but saying like no maybe next one we'll do it this way differently so yeah i think it depends as well like i mean i i loved that um, i mean i get the money cost yeah. and i totally get that so you know you do what you need to do and that's fine like and we'll put the money to kind of kind of help cover the cost yeah, yeah definitely yeah but i think the um you know, there's different ways of doing tapes and stuff like that. There's also, you know, it's what's sustainable, what's, you know, well, that's it recycled too, right? cardboard's good for the planet, plastics, not. Absolutely. So, you know, I like their thing. I thought that was, yeah, I thought that was good, actually, their thing. But, yeah, it's it's about it's about the experiences. I think you do different things for different artists based on how you want it to go out, basically. That's Very the way true. I see it now. Um, yeah, see see what works and go from there. Well, man, right on. Let's go on to, to some heavier stuff. And here we go with a brand new one by <laughs> Cynthia. And they will be on for an interview in August. We're just not sure when yet because they have three more songs that to be mastered and finished. Once those are done, then we'll have a set date. But until then, oh, yeah. here's a brand new Cynthia, a song called Hungry. Dig this.
Right on, Cynthia and uh, Hungry. Wow. Did I just say Hungry or say Hungry? <laughs> <laughs> I think you said Hungry. I don't know. Uh, oh, but I'm so hungry. <laughs> <laughs> hungry, Hungry, Homer, right. Anyways, what a great tune, and uh, the vocals were amazing, like always, and she just has such powerful vocals, and she is, uh, uh, again, like Millie's Maris, like she's only just a little bit over five, uh, five foot tall, but... Her vocals could go for miles, and the amazing, badass rocking guitar of Rocker Heart, and that band, holy crap, and I can't wait to do this interview. So I'm not sure if it's going to be the beginning of March or the middle of March. Uh, he just said, well, once we get the last three songs mastered, then we'll, we'll, we'll talk about it, but it will be in August for sure, just not sure when. Did you say March? <laughs> no, no, in August. I was going to say. Um, yeah, man, it'd be really good. I mean, you know, it's good fun talking to Rock Heart last time, wasn't it? With, with Ron, it was brilliant. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it's such a big, fat sound, isn't it? It's so deep. It's got so much low end. It just sounds amazing. The guitar solos are just absolutely cracking as well. <laughs> like, they really are. It's, it's piercing. Like, the, the those notes are so shrill. They're amazing. Like, the you know, really high kind of bends and stuff. Um, yeah, just absolutely lush. I love their sound. Proper big, heavy rock sound. Um, and like you say, vocals are outstanding as well. So, yeah, can't wait to have a chat. That'd be amazing. Yeah, so that will be within the next, like, month, month and a bit, roughly? Yeah, a few weeks-ish. Uh, uh, <laughs> a, a, a bit, a bit. Yeah. Maybe in the future. At some yeah, point, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the ha- hashtag NMS future, so... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. And actually, oh. you know the other band I really want to interview, um, who uh, do keep saying, um, "Oh, we want to, we want to be on the show at some point." Is uh, Metal Birds? We've got to get the Metal Birds. Oh yeah, show. absolutely. No, we will definitely get them somewhere, and I think we'll be looking at July tenth for them because Adam Bostock has not get back to us yet. And it's been about two weeks, so like, well, right. when, when we see as as of now, we'll promise the Metal Birds July tenth, which is Saturday. So for NMS for interview. Cool, all right, I'll send them a message to see if they can do it. Yeah, well, um, they've been messing me during the show, so I'll mention them right now or in a few minutes. So here we go with a brand new band called uh, Moda Black, and the song's called Broken. Dig this. Runs cold, my soul's been sold.
of current call records and just massively like heavy like, like a really good middle tune to it but I just love the vocals the harmonies were just, just completely badass yeah I'm, I'm not as uh, <laughs> right <laughs> guitar is just filthy good isn't it <laughs> it really is um, yeah but, I mean the vocals are amazing the guitar is disgustingly heavy <laughs> in, a, in a brilliant way uh, and the whole thing just sounds fat I mean the the little bit of reverb on that vocal that just like almost reflects it's almost like a delay isn't it, it almost reflects back uh, when she really sings the long notes it's right. brilliant it just sounds so good yeah top class love a bit of big heavy music as you know <laughs> well right on man well next up we have a brand new Das Kapitans which is a great <laughs> song and their new EP is out I believe within a week or so so here we go with a song called Victory question mark dig this <laughs>
Right on. Sorry about that, guys. Uh, I'll go to my part. So that was, that was Captain Town and Victory. So what a great tune. <clears throat> they sent the whole P and so we'll be playing it over the next few weeks. But great tune. <clears throat> and they're only on Facebook and, and, and Instagram. But uh, still an awesome tune. I loved it. Uh, <clears throat> pretty heavy, pretty punk. And I, I started with the light. My mistake. <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, these things happen. Um, man, that was a great tune. That was another one where it kind of, it was like a heavy version of the Libertines. Yes. Um, almost, do you know what I mean? It had that kind of, you know, garage rock spirit, but done in a loud, punky way. Right. <laughs> <Which> <laughs> <is> <laughs> and, and again, again, my apologies. I, I took off for a quick minute. I thought I had more time than I had. And I looked at like, oh crap! And Mike said, like, oh shit, sorry, my mistake. So <laughs> I apologize. Have this from time to time. So um, I pop up for a quick minute, but we're good. So next up, oh man, we have such a great finish for here for part one. So next up, we have a brand new band called the Velt Strollings, which Mike you um, kind of turns on to. So I'll let you cue this one up. Yeah, cool. Well, um, this band actually came from so a friend of mine, um, Gemma. Uh, wrote a review of uh, the first one in five EP I think okay. it was um, back in 2014 and um, she was only 17 at the time nice. um, okay, cool. obviously that was that was obviously she's a lot older than that now but um, yeah she was just like you know she was just kind of starting out doing stuff and um, you know I kept in touch and she's a really nice person all the rest of it and um, yeah she just sent me this band um, so she now works for a, uh, I think she works for a record label um, Gemma and I don't know if this band is part of it or not but she also does kind of her own thing which is music of the future right. uh, which is well worth checking out um, but um, yeah, anyway she sent me this band she was like oh do you reckon he's good for the podcast I was like yes oh, <laughs> oh, <damn>. <laughs> <laughs> so they're out of California uh, and um, I guess it's kind of like you know heavy indie rock um, kind of vibes and the song this is the bit I rubbish out when I kill the songs because I couldn't remember the names. The song is called right. Back of the Train. Uh, yes. It's also got a really good video, which um, obviously we can't play because it's a podcast, but um, I'll right. send a link to it as well. Uh, but yeah, Back of the Train by uh, Velvet Starlings. So here we go, Back of the Train and Velvet Starlings, dig this. Oh, I've got to say dig this. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah
right on Velvet Starlings with Back of the Train. I know that was a very cool song, and I'm a little behind on tweeting song. I apologize for that. And I kind of was a little behind the last one as well. But this is a great <laughs> tune, and I love the indie kind of kind of um, grunge or early still uh, uh, early style uh, song. You sound to it really badass tune. I have to call you fast and relate bones. Yeah, I know, right? All the times, once, once in a blue moon, right? So, <laughs> I'm only kidding. Um, <laughs> yeah, man. Like I say, I mean, you know, Gemma's got great taste because that's an absolutely yes. brilliant band. Um, it's it's kind of got like that garage rock thing going on. It's got that kind of you know, it feels a bit sixties, bit seventies. Um, it actually reminds me of Sweet Johnny. It's got a similar thing to them, um, but with nice. that sort of like uh, megaphone vocal instead of the sweet johnny's obviously got like a horror punk vocal almost but um yeah absolutely brilliant really really cool band i'm really glad um she sent them through and i'll, I'll definitely ask for more tracks um that we can play as well i did have some information about the release date and stuff which i've since lost oh hang on uh oh very no, good <laughs> at least lost <laughs> <it>. <laughs> yeah oh hang on uh june the 9th when's that that's not far away I think it comes uh, out on June the 9th. That's Friday, so that's um, right before Ernie with Lost Chimes. Oh, I know. It's okay. Well, there you go. That's when it comes out, apparently. So um, go and stream it. Watch the video, because the video is pretty cool. Because Lost uh, Chimes is June 10th. Okay, cool. Excellent. Um, well, there you go. We're in, we're, what is it? It's only the 6th now, though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the 10th is a Thursday. Oh, is it? Okay, fine. And then Lost Chimes will be on the 12th, Saturday the 12th. Nice. So Excellent. we'll have Jim and Kirk and uh, their uh, their new um, vinyl or albums on the way right now. So, but it's on Bandcamp as well. So check it out. It's pretty badass. And uh, I've been trying to fit some songs in, but I think I can fit a few couple. Oh, I can fit more than a few in the next few weeks. Kind of work into either part two or part one. But uh, definitely a great album, and I can't wait to talk to Jim and Kirk again because it's been too long. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. that'd be a really, really good interview. So next up is our last song for part one, and this is a brand new Lauren Reed. It was funny because he said the first email, he goes, here's my new song, I did this, and blah, blah, blah. And then he sent an email right after, he goes, I forgot to mention it's got some bad words in it. It's like, <laughs> it's like no, no problem at all. So here you go with Lauren Reed, and the song is, let me figure it up here properly, it's called a song called Never Did. So just uh, two seconds here. Because um, uh, he doesn't kill properly, so moment detail por favor, and that's only because he's in Mexico. No uh, <laughs> it's, all, it's only because he's in Mexico, right? Too. So I didn't know that. Oh, really? I mean, all emails yeah. he got greetings from Mexico. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I'm not very good. I just skim emails. I don't know. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. So here we go with Lauren Reed and a song called Never Did, and this is awesome, otherwise known as Eight Dollars Rum. So here we go. Never did do this.
was talking about your bad situation, but you're never looking in the mirror, see who was creating all the bullshit. All the tears in your eyes that are flowing like a river overflowing from your lies. I didn't wanna have to be the one who told you. Cause I fucking never did. Never did. You're a victim of your own dumb decisions, but you never seem to learn about the virtues of deferred. It's hard for you to see through your veil of hypocrisy. You'll never understand. It's a brutal reality. I from aka Lauren Reed and never did um he did send us an email saying there's some local language in it but it's fine because we're totally fine with it but what a great rocking tune and I did definitely pick up a Chili Peppers vibe off that tune and specifically something off of uh um of what hits so some some of their albums some of their songs off of Uplift Muffle Party Plan or uh, um Freaky Styley so you know um uh, me and my friends, or no, Chuma no Kill Coyotes, or um, their their cover of uh, well, they did the, the, their own song "Knock Me Down," or the cover of uh, "Higher Ground" by 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 uh, uh, Hendrix. But yeah, it just uh, just a badass. It kind of has a complete vibe to it. And Lauren Reed, I just love this new stuff he's been singing us, and it's been the second song off his new stuff coming out. So badass tune. Yeah, man, absolutely brilliant tune. Um, I love. Um, the um, I don't even know how you describe it, but the, I, I called it a dual vocal where it's kind of it's not like a harmony, it's just two vocals, kind of you know, almost like a slight delay created right. in real time, which is really cool. Um, but it's not a delay because it did slightly different things. Don't know what you call it, dual vocal. Um, <laughs> excuse me, I think that's brilliant. Um, like stylistically, it's awesome, and also he does some stuff that's almost kind of spoken word, right? It's, yeah. it's got that kind of stuff, which is really cool. Um, and the guitars are just like 
banging <laughs> absolutely <laughs> fantastic uh, which is really cool um i i have just learned that i wasn't allowed to share that video that i shared of the last band so i've now deleted that okay. um <laughs> and i and i will share a tweet about them without the video um I yes no, <laughs> I, I got a link to it but um i didn't realize it's not officially out yet so okay. i'll share it when it is anyway it's very well, cool i've seen it it, it happens you <laughs> know i i've messed up before too so and we do apologize <laughs> and it's not done purpose obviously so I mean, mean, my my most recent one was with with Isaac. Like, well, you were gonna be like, uh, there was a plug. Isaac, like, oh, sorry. Uh. <laughs> so, and I think we'll be having Harry on very very soon because uh, Corner Snapchat just got the new one almost done. But that is it for part one. We'll be back for part two in about 15, 20 minutes, roughly. So, like normal, we're gonna let Doctor Greer take us out. And a big thank you to Alex Tulia with an amazing interview. And we will have her back on when the EP is out. And it's a lot of fun and a lot of good stuff to say. So, and again, like we said before, uh, be, uh, not just because of her, but just in general, happy Pride Month to all our LGBTQ friends, listeners, and whatever. You guys are awesome, and even more than just a month, you know, you guys need the whole year and year round sort of thing. So, there you go. So, we'll be back in about 15, 20 minutes. So, until then, we'll let Dr. Quaker take us out. So, then Dr. Bones and Mike Five saying, we're out until part two. Do this. Memory banks of the supercomputer. Woo! Shrinky ding that! Krigger out! Laundry should take less energy. Introducing Samsung's fastest, smartest, and most eco-friendly range of washing machines. Power through a 5-kilogram wash in 39 minutes with quick-drive super-speed cycle. Add forgotten items mid-cycle with AdWash. And wash cooler to save energy with EcoBubble. Speaking of which, over half of Samsung washing machines have the most efficient energy rating. Discover what you could save on bills. Search washing machines at Samsung.com.